0: With another episode of Rising Tide startups, and my guest today is Christina Nikolce. Christina, thank you for joining Rising Tide. Yes,
1: thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me to be on your show,
0: and thank you for sporting your Yale stuff. Your Yale? uh, No, it's Harvard. Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Harvard. (laughs) Exactly. This is not Yale. (laughs) That's right. Well, tell our listeners a little bit who is Christina Nikolce.
1: Hi everyone, like Kevin said, my name is Christina Nicolce. Uh, I'm originally from Republic of Moldova. I came to the United States about 15, 16 years ago, if I'm not mistaken, I was, um, so I'm really glad to have this opportunity to be here. And uh, as you see, I'm currently supporting Harvard because I'm a student there now, <laughs> getting my master's degree, so that's definitely um, a great, a huge stepping stone that you know I thank God for. So. Um, Aside from that, I, uh, I'm a huge business janky, my friend Kevin would say. <laughs> I read a lot of that stuff and, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So um, one thing that I do that I really love is I love to work with uh, startups. And I love because, um, you know, I, I'm still young. I did a startup myself and um, I have realized that I love to learn, to help, to learn, of course, but also to help people in this process because it's so hard to you know when you're starting a business especially the networking part and then how to put it all together it's like everything is thrown at you and you know you're just kind of finding out when you're in the business already and a lot of times people fail and they give up and I just kind of want to help people to that step in stone Mm -hmm. and you know get into the scaling of the business and how to network the right way and I specifically specialize in the uh, service-based business because those are actually the hardest to get clients. So that's a little bit about what I do.
0: So you kind of covered some ground there, but uh, I mean, you left out so much. I mean, we, we've <laughs> talked about, we talked, I mean, you've lived like three lifetimes in your young life. I mean, I, I when we first started talking and, and you, you know, you told me some of the things you've been involved with in the past and are involved with now, it's like, you know, you left, you truly left out a lot just probably for the sake of time and brevity. (laughs) Um, So, so tell us right now, if you and I are stepping on an elevator and Mm -hmm. we're going up 10 floors, tell me, give me your sales pitch exactly what service you, I mean, other than being a master's student at Harvard, what is the Mm -hmm. primary service or business, your primary source of revenue right now?
1: My primary source of business, i Help people achieve their goals in their business through leadership growth, self growth, and entrepreneurial growth. And those three things, you have to have them together. That's something that I strongly believe in. Because if you're not dedicated, uh, if you don't take the time to invest in yourself, to learn things, to read things, which is something that I highly recommend for everybody to never stop reading, then you don't know how to be a leader in your industry because you have to be a leader in order for your. Business to start scaling. So that's how you can see that those three go together So I really help people put that stuff together and it's actually such basic ground rules that people just kind of go over, you know, kind of like invite somebody for a cup of coffee and that's your best Networking thing and people are like I never thought about that. I had I thought I had to do this grand um, marketing proposal and different things and you know, that's very true but when you're a small startup company you got to start small and your network is truly your net worth and right. that's what it all starts, you know, right. and, um, social media is a big thing for me. I, I mean, we met through social media and right. you know, people just, of course there's so many negative things in social media, but there's so many positive things and people just don't take the positive things to leverage right. that for right. their business. So the best, you know, sales pitch that I can, you know, it's always a question. How is your business doing? And where do you see yourself in five or ten years from now? Right. And if people stumble, be like, well, I can help you with that idea because the more people connect together and the more you network with people, you know, you just see yourself going, you know, on this stairway
0: going up. Mm-hmm. And people tend to, I would guess people would tend to come to you as the services, you know, word of mouth, referrals. Um, you know as you as you delivered services to people and kind of grown their business I mean Mm -hmm. that's when you have to worry about getting clients less and actually it's just a continual process of you know you growing in that as well
1: definitely absolutely you always learn from everything Um, as an entrepreneur you know and as just anybody that's an entrepreneur they're an entrepreneur because they learn they're curious right so You know, just because I'm a person that provides a service doesn't mean I can learn a thing or two from the other person that I'm providing the service to, you know? Sure. And um, for example, to give you, I was recently working with a company who is a software, they have a software program who are doing automotive stuff. I don't really know anything about automotives, but I know branding and I know how to copyright and how to sell without selling pretty much to give the customer an experience. Like I said, I had no idea about, you know, how cars are made or, you know, OEMs and all that Mm -hmm. stuff, but now I do (laughs) Mm -hmm. because through the process, I've learned all of that stuff, you know? So, you know, that's, it's definitely going to help me in the future if I want to know work for a bigger company and now I can tell them, Hey, this is my experience. This is what I've done and, you know, just go with it.
0: So you know, we kind of jumped from, I uh, came from Moldova to the United States and now I'm delivering business services. So what was the trigger and and about when did that happen? I mean, were you in high school? Were you in college when something snapped and thought, you know what, I I, I really, I can do this. I, I really love the business world. I want to, you know, run my own thing. I don't want to work for anybody. I mean, what was that? What was that that kind mm-hmm. of short process, you know, the condensed process that you went through to to land where you are today?
1: So actually my mom always laughed at me because when I was younger, I would make cookies and sell them in the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> <Of course. laughs> That's right. I was, you
1: know, a business from the startup because I was always, I still remember, I was about 14 years old and I didn't even have a job yet, like a full-time job. And so I remember my older friends had jobs and I was going to apply for McDonald's. I already had it all planned out cause my friends were working there. So, I would already, like, count the money I would make and everything I would do with my money. So I'm, like, funny like that. But the first real business I've actually uh, owned, and it kind of happened by mistake, you know, it's funny. But um, I started doing event planning for my friends for they were getting married and, you know, doing church things. Mm -hmm. And I attend a big church. So a lot of people after that, they would just come like, hey, I heard you plan this event or you designed this and could you come to my wedding and at first I was doing it for free because I totally loved it but then it got bigger and people started paying me so I kind of found myself in a business the problem with that was I didn't have any strategic plans I didn't have anything I was just kind of doing it and then I realized it was burning me out people were cheating me you know money all that stuff and right. then I stopped doing it and then for some reason after like I was in college my first year and I was like you know what I need some extra money let me get back into this business so I stumbled across um a few you know people like John Maxwell and started reading his books and mm-hmm. then um there's this other guy I can't think of his name Tony Robbins and right. you know started reading more into the business world and personal growth so I'm like well what if I applied that to the business so of course it was a hard process but I did that and I actually started scaling my business really good. We had a few awards in the Atlanta area, and we got to be in several wedding magazines as well.
0: So and this that was is a college student.
1: Yeah, I was a college student. Wow. You know, like still trying to the figure Cole out Street what
0: I to
1: <laughs> Still trying to figure out what I was trying to major in. You know, and but here I am, like running a business. So. I realized that was a lot of, I needed more experience. So what I did, I sold the business. I went back to corporate world and kind of stumbled across, you know, some really great opportunities. And I have actually worked for a fortune 500 company. And I just, that was something that was so beyond my level of expertise and my experience, but I've learned so much. I got to know so much about the business world, like the theory of business and Mm -hmm. how big companies leverage you know, their money and their clients and uh, prospects. I got to learn things that even though I was running a business, I never knew Right. And then had a few more other jobs after that I'm just kind of, you know, moving into hires. I graduated with my, you know, I graduated from college and just started moving on up. And then I realized that being, I was an executive assistant, so I would always think of ideas and stuff that people, you know, would take and, they would <clears throat> apply to their business or sort of things. So I thought to myself, I'm like, why don't I get out and charge people for this more? Like, you know, they're paying me a salary right now, but I can charge them more <laughs> and do it. So I realized back at the time when I started my first business and how I failed miserably, how I had absolutely no idea about what I was doing. And so when I funded my company, Vinkoing Group, you know, my slogan is developing ideas for success people have great ideas. Entrepreneurs are like idea machines. They're always coming up with things. But the hard part is they do not know how to put their ideas into a successful business plan. Um, So I thought to myself you know, about my experience and I said, what if I get out and make this into a business and really train people and teach people how to do this. And I love it because I've gotten to know so many people, I've gotten to be friends. So many people just connected me with people on an international level and it allowed me to travel a lot, to meet amazing people, you know, to be part of the John Maxwell team and to just do so many things that I've, I've never thought I would do, you know? It was something that just blew my mind and that's what happens when you open your mind to different possibilities and just kind of like, get out of the boat and start sure. walking
0: hotter. <laughs> yeah, and, and not only get out of the boat, in some cases you have to burn the boat. So you won't be tempted to get back in there, back across the lake. But so, so touch on. I mean, we we've talked offline about you know much longer detail about some of the things that you've been involved with. But just kind of give me a a really quick timeline. You know, go from college to today, Mm -hmm. and say, okay, from college, then I was at this company, and then I did this, and then I did this, and just just real quick highlights, just to kind of give the listener a broad kind of comprehensive look at you know the time from college to to now, or the our guess undergraduate to now?
1: It's been about eight years. Um, yeah, I was like a 19-year-old little girl. <laughs> you know, here I am trying to, I first year in college started, actually I was right out of high school when I started doing this thing, not as a business, just doing it for my friends. And then first year in college, you know, I'm 19 years old and here I am just working, you know, part-time jobs, you know, to get through school and things like this, but then thinking about, you know, I can make more money doing this as a business. So. I was 20 years old, you know, when things just started. And I have to be honest, I did fail. I failed about three times before, like I plainly gave up until somebody else would call me. They're like, Hey, I really love your stuff. Please come do this to me. And it's like I would get this adrenaline rush, like, oh my God, I'm about to do this again. I love it, you know? And so that was kind of a motivating factor for me. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that and a lot of the times it was more of like because it was event coordinating. So I would do fashion shows and weddings. That was kind mm-hmm. of the things that I would do the most. So it was a weekend job pretty much. Right. And so I still had a hard time doing the week. And I was working for a finance company at the time and that was that lasted for about two and a half years. It was about the time I had the business together. And it was I've learned so much. I've learned how to manage money, for example. That was a right. big thing. Um Also, the person that I worked for, he he was very dedicated to his work. And he was just, I don't know, so particular about everything. And we used to laugh at him because he has German blood. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I've learned how to be a German, you know, like German time. (laughs)
0: That's right. That's why they make the best cars in the world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that was, you know, one thing for about two and a half years that I really got to. And that's what helped me really scale my business. It helped me how help to talk to people because mm-hmm. the truth is, you know, people who don't have ideas and who are just living paycheck to paycheck and they're always unthankful and just kind of like bickering about their situation. Right. They they talk different, they act different. And then you have people who it doesn't matter if they're broke in their account, but they think of success and high ideas. They're always positive, they're always thinking about the next move and Mm-hmm. I finally realized that there's such a gap and people think so differently from one spectrum to the other. Right. And so I learned how to think like this. I learned how to speak life into myself and my business. And that helped me so much. And then after that, it was 2015. Um, I sold the business because that's when I realized, you know, I was kind of getting burnt out too. Mm-hmm. I had this part-time job and I was working weekends and,
0: um I was just kind of we're starters. We're we're yeah. not we're not maintainers. I mean, <laughs> entrepreneurs exactly. have a tendency to, to want to start something, get it rolling, then we're on to the mm-hmm. next thing. So yeah, I'm sorry, let me interrupt you. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Of course, and you're so right about that. It's like you get bored fast, but I wasn't bored. This industry kept me really busy, and I mm-hmm. think um it kept me away from you know church and family and things like this too. And it was kind of like you know is this something that I want to do for life? And the answer was, no, this is not something I want to do for life. You know, later on, I want to have a family. I want to have kids. And if I'm going to be away all weekend, because I started traveling a lot and doing different things, then it was just not something that I wanted to do long-term. So that's why I decided I'm going to sell the business and I'm going to go back to corporate world and get more experience into starting a service based business without like something more into technology or, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole finance stuff, just consulting, that would be the best. So then after that, I started working for a Fortune 500 company. I was a contractor for about a year, and I was working as a facility coordinator, and this is the company, they're number one asphalt company in the US, and number two in the world. So you can imagine, it's a big company. Yeah. It was over 70 something thousand employees, and wow. I was working in Atlanta at the headquarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very challenging. I mean, I was literally the youngest person in the whole building of over, you know, a thousand employees. Here I am, a 22, 23-year-old at the time. I can't remember. Yeah. It was like, here I am, you know, working with these CEOs and CFOs and kind of arranging their meetings, arranging their travels, arranging everything going on, you know, doing expenses. And I was... Like I was even amazed at myself and I know this is not something that, you know, I, it was with my marriage. I just, it was like such a great opportunity that I didn't even expect because it was for a recruiting company and I actually interviewed for a different position. And so they were like, well, I think you'd be better in this position.
0: So yeah, I mean, because they they recognize very quickly from what I remember in the previous conversation that that like you're overqualified for what you're interviewing <laughs> for. So you need to do this other thing. Plus, you you mentioned earlier in the interview the idea that, you know, sometimes I would offer suggestions on how to do things better. So you oh. weren't you weren't just doing your your like executive assistant or executive associate role or whatever it was. You were also speaking into things that were that were in other people's, I guess job roles and responsibilities and things like that and they I would I would think that they if they would you know receive that that would that would really speak to the fact that you know you bring a lot to the table you're not just somebody that's just arranging my travel and arranging my meetings and things like that I mean you bring a a certain mindset and and gifting to the table that that people would start recognizing and start you know offering your uh, the ability to speak into things I would think more and more and did that was that kind of a transition that led to where you are today.
1: I definitely believe so because I always thought whenever I worked for somebody, I always thought of how do I want my employees to be
0: mm-hmm. when
1: I'm you know the boss and I'm right. the decision maker how do I want like who do I want to work with and what do I want them to bring to the table? So I always thought about that so then you know I'm like, well, if I want my employees to be like this, then it starts with me I need to be that employee and I've realized you know people always complain about their jobs and how they hate their bosses and all this stuff and I always thought that was the most negative trait ever that you can have because you kind of, if you have that hate energy, that's exactly what you're going to draw. You are never going to make that connection. And I think, you know, being a positive person, just radiates that whoever you meet immediately. And they want to be with you. They want to be around you. They want to know more about what you do. And that's something that I definitely believed that helped me in the long run, you know, to land these amazing jobs and that I never even was. I thought I wasn't qualified for sure because I've learned so many things. That I would literally go YouTube how to do something. Sure. When they would tell me to do a task, I, I can do you know,
0: that. Can, no problem. <laughs> give me about thirty minutes.
1: That, you have to do. You have to have a can-do attitude. Right. And so you know that was a big breaking point for me. And then I worked for just a few months, you know, for a consulting firm, and thought it was such a big blessing because I've always I was thinking about being a consultant. But obviously there's just so many variations because I was a construction firm, you know, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do more, you know, of a service, uh, well, it's still service based, but I wanted to do more into like the strategic management and marketing, that right. kind of stuff. Right. So I definitely learned a lot from that. And then the last job that I had before I went into my company was for an or leadership organization. And they were very prestigious. We worked with, um, 188 nations you know and it was it definitely that's when I just fell in love with the whole international ordeal
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, I like traveling I like to meet different intellectuals from you know whatever part of the world they're in so that was you'd something... already crossed
0: that bridge though you'd already crossed the cross-cultural bridge you know even coming to the States so yeah <laughs> You were way ahead of the curve there.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I guess so, but you know, it's so different when you deal with international versus you just deal with America. You know, sure. so for those of you that are running a business and you're thinking to do international, I would definitely suggest to get more into reading about international things and just, you know, tune into that because for example, if you go to the Middle East, they have their own completely different exactly. spectrum of doing yep. things. And it's like, Take Germany and then take for example Egypt, you know, it's two countries <laughs> right. it's like night and day. No, absolutely, you know? yeah.
0: Cats, dogs. I mean it's it's yeah, completely. I mean, but even, they're in the
1: successful their yes own way, you yes. know. <laughs> they're just very different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of doing things, you know. Right. So yeah, that's pretty much, you know, a little story how I got into, you know, then I realized, okay, it's time for me to step out of this. I felt like I had a enough knowledge to do what i wanted to do and one thing that i would say uh, that kind of ties in with what i was just saying about spreading that positive energy is never burn bridges if you yeah. feel like you're going to go to another job yeah give one month notice or something you know like give a notice be friendly because the reason i'm saying this one of my clients one of my first clients was a former boss that I had
0: that happens so <laughs> often you're exactly right So
1: it's like, I love that that.
0: idea that the I'm going to matter of fact, I'm going to coin that if it's not already coined this idea that, you know, burn boats, don't burn bridges. (laughs) That's exactly the, the whole idea. (laughs)
1: You
0: You can, you can burn a boat, but do not burn a bridge because you never know when that, that network, when you'll, you'll need that or, or they'll reach out to you through that networking, you know, through Mm -hmm. that relationship. So let's let's do a quick shift here and and kind of come up to modern day. Who do you who would you say? I mean, you've mentioned a couple of people that that uh, you know, Tony Robbins and John Maxwell and others. But is there somebody um, even like primarily online today that that you really looked and you think you know this is this is kind of where I would like to be? Um, this is this this person is kind of a a real inspiration for me. And why?
1: Well, I do like John Maxwell a lot. I mm-hmm. actually, I read a lot of his books. I mean, I'm a John Maxwell certified um, coach because I did their program. So he's somebody that I look up to a lot just because I love the belief he stands for and just right. the impact he's made on right. so many people. Right. Another person that <clears throat> he has passed away, but now his son is taking over is uh, Zig Ziglar. So now yeah. it's Tom um, and his whole you know, family's taking over. Right. You know, and actually, one of my favorite quotes is from Zig Ziglar, and he said, Help as many people um, to get whatever you want, help as many people as you can. And I believe that's so true, you know. And even John Maxwell was saying, You know, I was watching this video, and he was talking about how to make the 2019 a great year is give, you know, everybody's important. You just gotta serve. You're important when you serve. Right. And I think that's so true because when you start giving out your heart and you, are giving you know with sincerity and with true love, and it doesn't matter what it is. Just do something nice for somebody. You don't have to be rich, you know. Just smile for somebody. Um, that just I don't know it. It makes your whole day. It mm-hmm. just makes you feel important because you are important. So that's somebody that I really look up to and I read into.
0: I think that's a that's a great. I think segue maybe even into the next next segment that we're going to talk about, but just the the whole idea that um, if if you are you know walking in integrity and you're trying to put others' interests ahead of your own, then the rest of it tends to take care of itself. Not that you're not you know concerned about what the numbers look like, not that you're watching you know how revenue growing or or not growing or whatever. But there's almost like a first step that says you know. I want to be a certain type of person, regardless of what the numbers show. I want to walk in integrity. I want to, you know, walk in rightness. And, and uh, then the rest of this will take care of itself. And, you know, you're you're faithful and you're obedient. And, and if you're disciplined in, in what you're trying to do. So let's, uh, let's, let's shift a little bit here. I want to really give you a chance here near the end of our chat, that just to really kind of wrap this up and kind of tie a bow around it and, it's a segment we, we call it the rising tide micro course section. Mm-hmm. And I want you to just, you, you become the, the teacher here. You're the, you're the lecturer. And I want you just to take our listeners through a very short, you know, like three step, two, three step, um, very short course leading into, okay, this is kind of your first step into my world here, you know, into Christina's mm-hmm. world. And this is, and then wrap it up with how people can find you you know, online and how they can learn more about your services.
1: Perfect. Well, um, the first basic steps when I tell people, obviously you want to start a business because you have an idea and the hardest thing, what I find challenging for people is how to network. I know I talk about this a lot, but if you're a service based, if you don't have a product to sell, you are selling your mind pretty much. You're selling your expertise Yeah. and that's really hard because A lot of times people might not believe in you, and especially for me, it's challenging because I'm still young, you know, I don't have 20 or 30 years of experience behind my name. So, but networking has been my best friend. And so how I, I'll just, you know, kind of briefly tell you two of the most important steps I do when it comes to networking. Mm -hmm. And if you apply these to, you know, your business or if you want to grow your network, I guarantee you that it's going to help because... The steps that I've done, it never turned me down. So what I do, I go on eventbrite.com. First of all, I go on eventbrite.com. You know, everybody mm-hmm. knows that. And I search different networking, business opportunities in my area. And most of them are free. And some of them, you know, you pay 20, 30 bucks, you know, whatever, Right. Just because there's refreshments. So what I do, I always have business cards with me and I go to those events and I just see people who I might be interested in, you know, continuing my conversation with and always whenever I meet somebody I don't tell them my whole story because they're not interested in my story at the moment they didn't come to see me they came for the event you know because I sometimes I see people just kind of say it all out and Mm -hmm. the person is like oh I can't wait to leave you know just introduce yourself and don't talk about yourself just ask questions and tell them you're how interested you are for example like let's say I just met you Kevin at the you know, at an event and I would introduce myself and, you know, kind of ask you, so what do you do, Kevin? I know you tell me you're starting, you know, you're doing the rising tide startups. Uh-huh. I wouldn't start talking about what I do <laughs> so I can be on your show. <laughs> I, would <laughs> I would just ask you a question. Wow. That's so amazing. How did you get into this? What motivated you to be into this? And, you know, like, wow, that is very inspirational. I would love to talk to you more about this. So maybe next time we can meet for lunch or coffee, you know, because then that creates the, after that, you know, and you have time to meet as many people, make it short, ask a few questions, get the business card and move on. What I do is about a day or two days later, I put about two hours in my calendar. I look at the business cards that I met and I email personal emails to each person individually. Um, hey Kevin, it was so nice meeting you at this event um, yesterday or you know, whenever. Um I really loved what you're doing. I'm very curious and interested and I want to learn more about you and um do you mind if we go for a coffee or you know we grab lunch uh just so I can see how we can connect and you know I believe that we can work together, we can network. That makes the person feel special because they are, you know, you're interested to connect and collaborate. I've never gotten in there you know people right. are never go, I'm sorry I don't want your coffee
0: yeah <laughs> right. Right. Who are
1: you <laughs>
0: drinking too much of that event. <laughs> anybody that's right
1: everyone is always sure definitely let me see one you know and sometimes you know people are busy they might not you know grab coffee with you like the next day you know I've had people who I've scheduled a month in advance, sure or you know even later because you know you're traveling you're doing all these things but people never turn me down and we have great conversations because then when you're meeting for that one hour that you've set up to meet for coffee or lunch or whatever, they are mentally prepared to come listen to you. Mm. They're not distracted by anything else. That's a great know point. Yeah. That that's when you can talk about yourself because they're now they're interested. Don't start talking about, you know, you when you're an event and people do this all the time. Um, it's, I don't know why, you know, and it's because for me, I've realized that when somebody just starts talking about themselves, I, they might be great, but I don't know if i want to connect to them. I don't know. It's a psychological thing. Right. So that's one point. The other point with social media, uh, social media is such a powerful tool. I mean, it is incredibly powerful. You have the opportunity to make an impact in for millions of people to see what you're all about all from the comfort of your own home or whatever you may be. And so what I say with that, you know, it's great that you love cats. It's great that you love dogs. It's great that you like to party, whatever you like to do. If you're a business person, and if you're really serious, I would suggest to make a private account and that's for your own personal stuff and family. But if you want to really leverage your social media for business, Only have professional pictures, it's okay to post you know things if you travel, make it personal to a certain extent. Like, I travel for example, and I put my travel some of my traveling pictures in there, but I talk about business, I use that to talk about business, I use that to showcase my skills, to showcase my experience, my education. And I've met so many people through social media. I mean, I've met people from Dubai who I'm doing business with right now, I've met people from so many different parts of the world and just hear from you know the states as well but um just people from california you know people from new york that um i've done business with i mean even last month i met this incredible amazing gentleman from new york who does um he's in theater production and all that stuff and I met him through another mutual friend on um, Facebook and it was all business related. And I was flying to, um, I had a meeting actually in New York and from there I had to fly, you know, out of the States, but I made some time to meet with this person and I was so thankful because I met such a genuine person and who was potentially we're going to connect and do something together in the future. But it's different things like this, you know, just and reach out to people. But, First, be serious on social media. Don't just post everything. And please keep politics and religion stuff, all the stuff aside. I mean, I share certain things, but if you're going to like start debating and then tell your problems to the world, yeah. nobody wants that. You know, yeah. that's everything has its own timing. So if you want to do that, totally go ahead and do <laughs> it. Just don't expect a good business to right. come out of it. Right. <laughs>
0: It, it, it so, won't grow your business through through posting political stuff, and yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, and yeah. I mean, I post inspirational Bible verses and different things, but it's not something that it's going to be. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't debate political right, stuff. Exactly. On social media It's just, you know, that's and I know this information might sound a little harsh and maybe and politically correct but it's the truth and you know people can lie to you but you're not going to get any sort of results and this is just the truth and the reality we live in you know right somebody serious is not going to take that as you as a serious person so
0: and those are those are great points and i mean you've you've delivered a lot of value in about an eight minute slot here i mean just just (laughs) two things that if people would really focus on the, on the things that you mentioned, you know, whether it's networking or whether it's using social media wisely, then that will certainly grow whatever business they're in, whatever product service business they're in and, mm-hmm. and it will be a benefit to them. And, and, um, so wrap up, how can people learn more about your company? Give us uh, you know, contact information for your company and, and what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: Definitely. So I keep it really simple. <clears throat> uh, you can go to my name, Christina Nicole, which is, dot com. You can find more about me. And then same for social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all my first and last name, Christina Nicolche. I don't do any. And that's one thing, too. Don't try to come up with fancy nicknames. If you're in business and you're trying people to find you. Leave all those aside <laughs> for your friends. <laughs>
0: Good.
1: I keep it simple. It's my first and last name for LinkedIn. Um, I'm huge on LinkedIn. I post a lot on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. so that's a great way for people to connect with me. Uh, so, you know, I, like I said, I keep it simple. My first and last name, no other nicknames. <laughs> now,
0: there How does that know. relate to Vanco Group?
1: So um, that relates to Vanco Group. Vanco Group is something that I'm working on, too. It's a parent company, and I'm branching uh-huh. out into different things because I do real estate um, investments, and then I also do marketing strategies and um, then I also do public speaking of so but do. the best one <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm an astronaut and I'm a brain surgeon and I'm,
1: <laughs> you know what the sky's the limit classic
0: underachiever <laughs> I mean I wish I could get you out of your <laughs> comfort zone and get you to work on something you know inspirational here
1: <laughs> I'm living the American dream okay because in America yeah. you can be anything you want
0: absolutely so there you
1: go <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely Christina it has been a pleasure to have you here so is there anything that we have not touched on that you would like just to kind of wrap up our our chat with and and uh, we'll just close it after you after you uh, lay your last value bomb on us
1: well I mean it was such a pleasure thank you so much I like you got me so excited to you know just talk about all these things and I love doing this you know I just I love helping people but one thing that I could kind of like one last thing to tell people is always be positive. You know, don't sit in your misery. And it's okay if things go wrong. It's not going to kill you. That's one thing that I am a huge, huge believer in. Just have faith. Be positive and do whatever you can do and let the rest. It will, it will come out okay. I, and please take time to focus on yourself. I know as business owners, you always want to cater to everybody but you never have time for yourself. And I learned that the hard way Um, when I was having a panic attack and I had no idea what was going on. It's because I was overworking. So it's okay to take a day to just reflect on yourself because if you don't have any more to give, then how are you going to make an impact? So that's something that I want to leave the viewers with.
0: Well, that has come through in in spades, so to speak, in the entire interview. I mean, and every time that we we chatted offline, just just uh, it has been such a pleasure just to engage with you and and uh, uh, just grow a new friendship here. And I'm looking forward to you know collaborating on a lot of things moving forward. And and however we can help you from Rising Tide standpoint and and just personally. But thank you again for your time and just just giving us so much value in such a short period of time. And and really just kind of brightening the day of our listeners by just listening to you talk and, and hearing your heart through this interview. So thank you for playing your part in helping all boats rise in a rising tide. Christina, have a great day.
1: Thank you, you too. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.
0: All right.